Today's episode of the two-man power trip of wrestling is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Podgo is providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co. That is one more time, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O, podgo dot co. The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. And now for something completely different. I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm in three Halls of Fame. For the young fans, they don't give a damn. They just give a damn about themselves and what they're hearing now. And I got no problem with those rules. I know the rules going in. I'm happy to play the game that way. And when Ivan came off with that uh, knee drop from the top rope and he bent me, I thought that something happened. I couldn't hear a thing. You could have heard the pin drop in that arena. That touched me so deeply that when I went in the dressing room, I really felt depressed. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you right to his face. If it's Hogan and I, if he wanted to get in a real street fight with me, trust me, he would lose. And he knew it. You know, that's the other thing. They give you the belt and they're like, okay, you're in charge of me. I was like, what? When you mentioned a guy like Harley Race, that kind of legendary status, it's obvious why people would get upset. Or as I'm concerned, Roddy Piper was not a wrestler. He wasn't even a good worker. If he had to go out and work his way to the top and not have good friends like Jim Barnett. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. He's just not a tough guy. Bro, I swear to you, I don't have an ego. Like, I don't give a crap. I, that stuff is not important to me. People don't know me. They have no idea of who I am. They know of me as being a fictional character that they saw on TV. People didn't understand that, you know, the guy they saw in the ring that happened to be using his real name and happened to actually be the president of the company, they really believed that that guy that they loved to hate was actually a pretty decent guy. And I think many people have the perception that I really was that character. They are Primetime Pod and Chad, the two-man power trip of wrestling. Kevin Koo not afraid to take big risks early on. He wants to qualify. He wants to be the first man to get that white belt. And look at him going again. A second one. My name is Kevin Koo, and I'm a professional wrestler. A lot of people look at me, and they kind of already have a preconceived notion of who I am and how I'm going to wrestle. I think it's because of my ethnicity, but I'm a very technical-based wrestler. I love watching British-style wrestling. I try to implement a lot of that into my matches. I feel like this is one of my biggest chances that I've had so far. Me being able to be here is going to show me to a national audience to what Kevin Koo can do. Welcome to Major League 
Wrestling, MLW, Underground TV. This is not sports entertainment. This is professional wrestling, as real as it gets. Hybrid wrestling, extreme wrestling, Mexican lucha libre, Japanese strong style, right to the temple. It's all here in Major League Wrestling. World's Heavyweight Championship! Low-key is fading! Low-key is fading and the referee is calling him out! This moment from Mexico to New York, Contra is striking, paralyzing MLW at every level. It's gonna be the end of Contra. The Von Erics aren't gonna allow you to have a hostile takeover. This is Ikiruquan. Allow me to explain, you see. Gentlemen! What? champion he's of course going to be joining the mlw roster from the violence is forever tag team a part of team filthy he is mr kevin q kevin welcome into the two-man power trip of wrestling hi how's everything going what what is going on in your world uh you know things are going as well as they can go i guess um just still like settling into not having shows full time and just trying to like keep my mind busy. Uh, so <laughs> I just kind of like work out, watch wrestling and then, you know, I do my thing. I'm always curious because of, you know, guys like you that wrestle so much and so frequently, how do you go from wrestling so much and, and doing that all the time to like having so much downtime kind of waiting for the next show to pop up? 
pretty rough, man. Um, I've been, since I started training, I've been wrestling for seven years now and I haven't had this significant amount of time with like not having shows since I got injured and I was only gone for like four months then. So like I've done a couple of shows here and there that were like, I, I was very picky and choosy. Like I made sure that they're following proper protocols and they, and everyone on the roster or production or anything like that, uh, had negative COVID tests before they came in. So I've only done like, you know, a handful of shows. So it still felt like I haven't really wrestled in the past, like nine months. Uh, my last, my last show before, like everything shut down was in March, March 15th. So yeah, it's been very weird because I feel like I'm not doing enough in my life. Um, but my body has thanked me a lot for it. Yeah, recuperation, right? You get to finally recover a little bit, get a little breather. Yeah, I've, I've like, in the time during, like, the beginnings of quarantine, I just, like, bought a shit ton of, like, recovery tools. Like, I bought this thing called a neck hammock that, like, decompresses your neck uh, a lot. So I do that, like, 10 to 15 minutes a day. I bought uh, a cupping set that I can use on myself. Uh, like resistance bands, like I bought a bunch of stuff. Whatever, hey, whatever you got to do, right? You uh, stay uh, in shape and uh, make sure that you're not, you know, getting any further injured or getting, you know, too tightened up. So that yeah, that is excellent to kind of do and kind of keep in shape during this downtime. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to like have to get ready when shows come back full time. I want to still be ready. Makes perfect sense, and. The reason you're on today is because of MLW Major League Wrestling, the restart. MLW is back, baby, and moving to Wednesday nights, part of MLW Fusion, which is on Fubo, Sports, Pluto, and, of course, YouTube as well. What is it like finally making your debut with MLW? Man, it's a long time coming because uh, my first show was supposed to be in April, but then that obviously got canceled because I – officially signed in February and I was actually it was the weirdest thing because I was at Disney World when I got the offer and the contract sent to me so it was like the most wild vacation I've had in my entire life uh so it's just like it's a long time coming and I've just felt very cooped up because I've like just pretty much been sitting on a contract for like eight months or something until we finally did the taping. So I was just like, man, this is great. And then every week I'm like, okay, is this the week that we're, we're debuting or is this the week we're debuting? So I'm glad it's finally happening. Yeah. It's crazy to think like, wow. Okay. So I taped it, you know, months ago, like what, what's going on and like, you know, the pandemic and everything else, it kind of ruins everything, kind of ruined that great vacation to ruin that signing. Cause it's like, you got to wait forever to make the debut pretty much. And I'm, I'm a very like, uh, I'm a very fidgety person, so uh, I'm like, okay, I need to be doing something, and I just hate waiting. <laughs> yep. And now I saw on Twitter you kind of made mention of how MLW's protocols, and, and you kind of alluded to it earlier, their protocols and everything as far as, you know, handling the quarantine has been the best you've seen. Oh, yeah, it's great. Like, I think out of, like, 80 people that were there throughout the whole tapings, we didn't have one negative COVID test, which is wild to think about. Like, that's, I mean, that's just an amazing statistic to have and a testament to, like, how safe everyone was 
coming in and while we were there the entire time. So it was just really cool. And, like, just watching – obviously, it was different, like, being there watching the shows, like, while I was wrestling but versus, you know, it done up in production and stuff. And I think that, like, this this obviously isn't a knock on anyone else, but I think that MLW has done such a good job of making it feel like there are fans there, as weird as that sounds. Like, I'm not missing that there's not fans there while I'm watching the shows, which is something that we need to have when there can't be fans. That's interesting. What do you mean, like, you're not missing the fans? Is it just because the way it was the way they set up the production, it's kind of made it so it's not as missable, I guess you could say? Yeah, there's not, like, awkward – there's not, like, awkward lulls or, like, fake pumped-in crowd noises that, like, don't match what's going on. Like, it's just – it makes me – sit back and watch what's going on in the ring and that's something that I love about MLW and that's that's they're very geared towards is the in-ring product and the combat aspect of it which is one of the big reasons why I signed with them it is so true the, the combat sports aspect of it and how they're definitely more in ring I know other companies kind of say that but they don't actually do it, it feels like MLW actually does it I mean right I mean that's kind of the difference they celebrate pro wrestling as a sport I mean, crazy stuff does happen. It will happen, but it it definitely is celebrated more sport than any other uh, promotion. Yeah, exactly. Like there's the actual. It feels like there's actual stakes in matches. Like it's just. A, it doesn't feel like there's just like here's a one-off match between you know these individuals that are in there, and then we'll just kind of forget about this and don't worry about it anymore. But it, it with MLW, it feels like each match has a purpose, and that the two pe- the people that are in there are trying to win a competition. So what do you think about the debut Violence is Forever, your tag team with Dominic Garini? Finally, you know, obviously we're saying finally a few times making your debut, but what about that team and that chemistry? I mean, you guys have dominated the indie scene, but stepping into MLW, a whole different can of worms. And honestly, like the past couple of days, now that it's getting closer to our actual debut on MLW, um, because obviously Dom was there for a little bit, almost a year before I signed. So we've, sacrificed a lot like I know a lot of people say that but truly like we've done a lot to just be a full-time tag team and to make sure that this is the path that we each wanted to go down in our wrestling careers like we could have easily just been singles people and I think that we both did pretty well as singles wrestlers um, but we both realized that there was a very big gap and a need for an actual tag team that you know traveled together had matching gear had tag moves, like thought about tag team wrestling in the sense that every, that the great tag teams of the world thought about it. And so it's just like, it's a lot of hard work that we put into it. And it's very fulfilling to see that we're starting to get recognized as being like one of the better teams, not only on the independent scene, but starting to be seen like around the world. How would you kind of describe your style? I know tag team maneuvers and you guys do a lot of tag team stuff to kind of signify that this is a full-fledged tag team, not two singles guys wrestling as a team. So how would you kind of describe your style? Um, I would, I would say that we're pretty like smash mouth and hard hitting, but we both lean towards the technical side of wrestling still. Like we both like love the like, just the technical aspect of wrestling with like world sports and then like pure division and stuff like that. Like 
we just love actual professional wrestling. Like, and it's, that's not a knock at like any other type of professional wrestling because it's different flavors of ice cream for everyone. But I would just see us as professional wrestlers. Like, we just love the hard-hitting aspect of it, grinding in, getting nose-to-nose with people. Was he pushing for you big time to get into MLW? Obviously, you know, he's his tag team partner, but was he kind of making sure you got in there? Because, you know, like you said, he's been in there for a year before you. He was for sure a big proponent, but he never, like, he was never pushy to me personally, being like, hey, you need to sign here. He was always like, like, these, these are my experiences here. And then he put it into people's ears there that I may be interested in it. But it was never like, you need to sign here because we need to be a tag team here. He was always very supportive of, like, whatever I wanted to do, to do. And he's on Team Filthy, so now you're on Team Filthy with Tom Waller, who's a very, a very accomplished MMA fighter as well as professional wrestler. What are your yeah. thoughts on teaming with Filthy Tom? I mean, I don't honestly don't think that there's a better group of people that I can be in there with in professional wrestling or in MLW. Like, Tom Waller's accolades speak for himself. Like, he's probably the most legit fighter that's in professional wrestling right now like he's just so good and he truly loves professional wrestling too like just talking to him about like matches and like professional wrestling history like he you can tell how much he loves it and that's just a very good breath of fresh air because some people can get jaded on it uh you know they just especially now that we can't really do it that much and we're just like sitting around twiddling our thumbs or like watching wrestling like it's like uh maybe wrestling isn't that great but talking with Tom and Dom, like, it's just great knowing that we all love professional wrestling. And I love how they said you had an extraordinary performance at the Anoki Jungle Fight Tournament, and that kind of <laughs> led you to being a part of uh, Tom Waller's camp. I just thought that was like a funny little nod and like a little, you know, hat tip, right? I mean, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was my initiation to get in there, the the Anoki uh, Dojo Jungle Fights. <laughs> what is that all about? Uh, you know, honestly, I don't know the full backstory of it. Uh, it's, it's more in the realm of like what Tom would know. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I guess like back in the the days when Antonio Inoki was big, like they would, they would do dojo fights. Um, just, uh, he was obviously like one of the godfathers of like shoot style wrestling. So he just do that to prove people. <laughs> The thing with MLW is it's it's kind of, you know, building up the tag division. Some may say stack tag division, but they're definitely trying to build it back up with the Von Erichs, with Contra Unit, with Injustice, with Dynasty, and then throw you guys in there. I mean, that's a pretty big-time tag division. I mean, that's getting pretty good now. Yeah. I mean, all the tag teams that are there are tag teams. Like, they're not just two random individuals that were thrown together. Like, they are true tag team wrestlers through and through. And, yeah, they're they're good as singles wrestlers, too. Uh, and I think that's what makes a great tag team that you can either be a tag team, a really good tag team or really good singles wrestlers. Um, but, you know, I think that you put up, put us up against other promotions, tag team divisions. And I really don't think we can be touched. Maybe, you know, maybe for say for a couple of tag teams that are there, but like overall, I think we're one of the best. Are you kind of setting your sights immediately on the Von Eriks and those tag team championships? Oh, obviously, 100%. Like, we we don't want to, you know, play around or, or rest around laurels. Like, we want those tag team championships, and we want them now. 
really, if you think about MLW, I mean, with yourself, they they keep bringing in new additions, and you're thinking like, oh, who's out there? Well, Leo Rush, ACH, TJP, Laredo Kid. I mean, there's a bunch of guys, and you know they kind of make signing after signing. Was that something to you? Like, wow, you know, they're actually signing guys right now and they're bringing guys in. Was that something that kind of surprised you? Uh, yeah, I didn't like, I didn't really know what to expect going into these set of tapings. I thought it was just going to be like, you know, their standard roster that they've had since I got signed. You know, I didn't really know on the roster when I got signed. Um, but it was really cool to see the different people that were there for the tapings. And I think it's, it's just a testament that they're keeping their eye on what's going on in the current scene of wrestling. Outside of the Von Erichs, anybody else like you're, you're like dying to wrestle or you're looking to get your hands on an MLW? Uh, Jacob Fatu is so wildly athletic and so good. Like, I think that that's a, a great test. Like him and Simon Gotch, they're going for the tag team titles, uh, I think, on Wednesday on this episode. Um, and if I don't care who has the tag team titles, we're coming for them. <laughs> it could literally be anyone on the roster. I don't care. But I would love to be in a match with Jacob Fatu. I feel like I don't know how, and this is crazy to say, he's almost underrated, and which is crazy to say MLW World Champion, and you know he's a, a this Samoan monster, and he's Fatu and everything else. But I almost feel like he's under the radar, a little underrated. Is that crazy of me to say? No, I mean I I feel like I don't see enough people talking about him. Like it's I I hate that this uh, this sentence is about to come out of my mouth the internet kind of like dictates pro wrestling now. Um, And that's just, you know, that's just the times, but I feel like I rarely see many people talk about him on the internet, which sucks because like, if you watch his body at work, he's just so good bell to bell. And like his promos are awesome. He's gotten in wild shape lately. Like it's just, it's a matter of time before everyone realizes how good he is. And you think about his family legacy and lineage, you're like, oh, there must be all these eyes on him. It's weird. You're right. It's like the internet's not talking about him, which is mind-boggling to me because he's so good. And I almost like say, you know, to myself, like, it must be, cra- I must be crazy thinking he's underrated, but he he is. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. So as we hit the wind down and we head towards the finish, besides Jacob Futsu, is there any other kind of dream matches that that are on your mind that you wanted to have? Or like, um, I know Loki is still out there and there's a bunch of other great wrestlers, but is there anybody else like dream match wise that you would look like to wrestle? Um, I would love to wrestle ACH. That would be awesome. These are just singles ones that are on my mind. Uh, but really like wrestling is kind of crazy right now because, you know, different companies are working with each other. So you never know what's going to happen. Like, you know, maybe somehow we get a partnership with AEW or impact or something like that. Like bring one of those tag teams in. Let's, let's show them what tag team wrestling is about They're Like I said, like we may have the best overall tag team division, but there's still some of the best tag team wrestlers in the world that are with other companies. And I'd love to prove that we're the best. Yeah, with everybody kind of, you know, teaming up now, it seems like, minus the big dog, seems like a lot of the, you know, other guys, other major players are teaming up. Yeah, why not? Create some dream matches for the fans. That'd be kind of cool. Exactly. Like, let's make some money. (laughs) People want to see it. Yeah. 
And as far as you and Dominic and like that type thing, did he train you or did he have a hand in training you or did you have no. a hand in training him? No, like we actually, we didn't start teaming till like two years ago. So like pretty well into our careers. So he got trained by Johnny Gargano and Kenneth Ray. And I got trained at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy by various people. Um, uh, Brian Fury, right? Brian Fury, Warbeard, uh, Hanson, Ivar, whatever you want to call him. He helped train me too. Uh, there was like Eddie Edwards, Tommaso Champa that came in and trained us. Like it was just like the old Killer Kowalski school. So whatever like New England person was there, like would come in for a class and help train us. So I had a lot of help. Um, but I did spend like a week with Dom uh, once stuff started to like open up, and I quarantined up in uh, Cleveland for two weeks before we started training for a week, uh, and we just you know rolled around and just trained literally every day just to get back to it. That is interesting because it seems like you guys would have known each other for longer. You know what I mean? With the chemistry and stuff, it just, it maybe just maybe it could be, you know, me thinking, but it just seems like the way you guys work together, it seems like you've been known each other for longer. Yeah. A lot of people say that like we we're he's legit one of our best friends. Like he's literally talking to me right now. Uh, where we were, we were just talking before this, we talk every day, but it's just like, we, I think that we became so tag team and such good friends from our love for professional wrestling and the era of professional wrestling that we loved. So we just clicked and connected with that, and we just have very similar ideologies on wrestling. So that helped out a lot. Now, if somebody wanted to go into, you know, MLW, well, not MLW, but yeah, YouTube just in general, or go online and just check some stuff of you and maybe you and Dom, What's like some favorite matches or some favorite opponents that they could say, Oh, you know, I'm going to make a YouTube uh, playlist of, of you, of you guys matches of they want to look up violence is forever. Um, I think that there's a couple of free or actually I know there's a free match from like little pro out of crown point, Indiana against JD Drake and Anthony Henry, the workhorseman. Uh, I think it was our first match ever with them. And that was like, one of our most favorite matches that we've, that we've ever had. And I love those guys. We, we consider them some of our mentors in professional and tag team wrestling. Um, there's that. There's a match with Ozzy Open from the UK and Australia. That's from beyond uh, last year on Uncharted Territory Season 1. That was really an amazing opportunity for us because uh, I was like one of the first international talents we've ever worked. And they're so good, man. Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, 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 there's that. And then there's uh, a match against Otsas Tracy Williams and Wheeler Yuta from another one from beyond from their tag team tournament. Uh, that was like very early in our tag team career, like probably one like match as a tag team. Um, and I sometimes still feel that match today. Hmm. <laughs> and that was like two years ago, I think. <laughs> It's just one of those things where you, know, you want people almost get familiar with you as this debut is going to happen for MLW. And like, wow, you know, these guys, you know, okay, you know, get a feel of what you guys got and some great matches you've had just leading up to this, this big uh, debut for MLW. But where do you see yourself in a few years? I mean, dominating the tag ranks, going singles, where do you see yourself in a few years? I see us being considered the best tag team in the world. I, neither one of us really have any aspirations of singles wrestling. Like, We'll do one-off singles matches here and there, but we want to be known as the best tag team in the world. So we want a very lengthy title reign, 
maybe we'll be tag team champions, double champions somewhere else. You know, who knows? Like I said, wrestling's crazy right now, man. It really is. And I want everybody to gear up for MLW as they're back and they've moved to Wednesday nights. It's all about the restart for MLW. Of course, MLW Fusion is the flagship program on FUBU Sports, Pluto TV, and of course, BN Sports as well. But really uh, check it out on YouTube as they're kind of dominating that space. So, Kevin, where can the fans find you as far as your social media plugs? Uh, both my Twitter and Instagram are KevinXKU. Uh, that's KU. Um, yeah, that's pretty easy to find. You'll see me posting about like, Sometimes wrestling and most of the time, like, Disney and Star Wars stuff. Nice. All, all good stuff. Uh, that that <laughs> is for sure. <laughs> Love it. Been to uh, Disney a few times myself, so it's uh, so definitely some uh, good stuff. And I hope you've been checking out The Mandalorian because the last episode oh, was, was great. That was the best episode they've done the entire show. Like, I, I was literally standing up on my couch just, like, pumping my fist in the air. Like, I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen it, even though they should have seen it now. But, man, so good. And it's funny, my friend, before I watched it, I mean, he must have watched it like midnight of Friday, whenever it first came out. He's like, that was the best fight scene ever in Star Wars history. I was like, okay, he's, you know, he's he's definitely building it up too much. But it probably was. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. That was a great, great episode. I mean, it's funny because the guy who directed it directed Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> I forgot his name, but he's a very good action director. So, like, that's why there was so much action in that one episode. Was it Robert Rodriguez? I'm trying to remember yeah. if it was him or not. Yep. It was him. Yeah, was. yeah, okay. Yep, yep. So, yeah, oh, he's great. Yep. <laughs> it's such such a good episode. I know we're telling people to watch Star Wars, but obviously, definitely, definitely watch MLW as well. You can watch both. Uh, yeah, that's watch for sure. both. Like, watch, watch one, after the, one after the other, one before. <laughs> like, come on. You, you had time. What else are you going to do? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, Kevin, thank you uh, so much. I appreciate all the time, and good luck to uh, Violence is Forever as the MLW Tag Team Division is about to get shook up. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the two-man power trip of wrestling, What the World is Downloading.